0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills into the offseason we go. Yes, I know there's still football being played, but for me, uh, it's different this year. The remainder of the playoffs is Super Bowl, all those things. kind of looking past that at this point, just getting ready for the start of free agency for the Bills and just sort of singularly focused on what's happening with our football team. I guess for me, and when you talk about moving on after the end of the season, uh, it's about looking forward as opposed to looking back and I am just going to look forward at this time. So I appreciate you uh, tuning in and joining me on the podcast today. You know, sometimes when we get to the off season, might be these abbreviated versions, put a topic out there for discussion. Of course, you can hit me up on Twitter at Anth Marino to go back and forth. Always appreciate uh, kind of sharing thoughts with with everybody out there. And uh, had some fun earlier this week um, <laughs> with a, a, a tweet not related to the the Bills, but I posted the new Montreal Expos hoodie that I got from our friends at homage.com, uh, who you guys know I talk about each and every time. And, and just had some great back and forth with uh, Greg Thompson from Cover One, from Greg Voris from Tov- Cover One, and others. And just kind of reminiscing on some of those great Expos teams. So to me, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. I always appreciate Homage sponsoring the show. And you could check out how to get great Buffalo Bills gear, Major League Baseball. Their Tops baseball line to me is fantastic. I got to check that out. NBA, pop culture, pretty much you name it. They've got everything covered. So check it out as they have got the softest Buffalo Bills tees in the game. Now, as we move forward, I want to talk a little bit more about free agency. Last week on the show, talked about just the list of everyone that the Bills have as a free agent, and it's a pretty long list as we look at this thing. And of course, right now, the Bills are probably projected to be about $15 million over the cap. We know that there's some things that they can do to make some room with some potential uh, contract restructures, most notably uh, for Josh Allen can make one move and free up like $21 million. So I think sometimes when we talk about these things, if you're like, wait, they're so far over the cap. There's nothing that the Bills can do. Uh, not so fast, my friend, right? As you kind of look at these things, you got to, uh, to understand there's some financial gymnastics that will take place that need to take place. Uh, while the Bills might not have uh, a Von Miller type signing in them, uh, th- there will be some moves that are made, right? I think it'll be interesting to see what takes place there. Um, one of the most interesting topics of conversation, we did talk about it last week, is going to be around Tremaine Edmonds, right? Tremaine coming up at the end of his rookie contract, right? This was his fifth fifth season with the Bills, and he is a free agent. And, you know, the Bills had gone, and they had uh, extended him with the uh, the fifth-year option, I guess you could say, off of his rookie deal last year that paid him just under $13 million for the season. Right, and now he comes into being an unrestricted free agent. And while the Bills have made plenty of moves in the past, right, we saw the contract extension for Josh Allen, for Dawson Knox. Um, we've seen different moves in the past for guys like Jordan Poyer, just a s- tiny restructure to get him the potential for some extra money this year. But we have seen the Bills make contract extensions before guys come up. I'll add Saran Neal to that mix, to Taron Johnson. Not so much with Tremaine Edmonds, and it's been a little bit of a mystery, right? Is this more of the Bills aren't ready to give him a contract extension? Is it he's looking to play things out and see if he can, you know, kind of capitalize on, uh, you know, on, on who he is and what he might be able to command in the open market? And uh, it kind of came, you know, again, now that we're in the off season, what is this going to to be? What are the Bills going to look to do? Is this someone that they really want to prioritize? Do they put a higher priority on someone like Jordan Poyer, who we'll talk about in a future future episode and say, hey, maybe we can get him for a little bit of a lower cost than Edmonds. We can't get that far under the cap to make things work. What will that option be? Um, both Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean speak glowingly about Tremaine Edmonds. It seems like any opportunity they get, certainly in their end of season press conferences that they had that, you know. And I don't have the quotes here, but right, just in listening to it, it's like, okay, these are two guys that it sounds like to me that they are interested in re-signing. Again, what Edmund's take is, what he wants to do, I have no idea. He might look at things in Buffalo and say, listen, I have not gotten that contract extension yet. Let me test the waters. Let me see what I can do. Still hasn't turned 25 yet. We will wait and see. Now, part of why I wanted to speak about this on the show this week was Mike Giannetti from SpotTrack.com was on with Howard and Jeremy on WGR 550 AM earlier this week. And he was talking about the state of the bills, state of the roster when it comes to free agency, different things that they can do to free up money, talking about pending free agents. Um, And I always enjoy Mike's work. I mean, it's funny, right? Like during the season... I'm not spending any time on Spot Track. I'm, I'm not reading many of his articles or what's going on. As soon as the offseason comes, Spot Track is my go-to to look at different free agents, different market values, where things fall for players. Uh, and this interview taking place this week, it sort of flipped that switch of just like, all right, let me go down this spot track rabbit hole and spend some time on the site and see some different things. But when Genetti was talking with uh with Howard and Jeremy, you know, they spent a decent amount of time talking about Edmonds, which you would understand, um, and what he would expect for a contract. And he did clarify some things, right? Because on the site, they list the market value for Tremaine Edmonds to be four years, just over $44 million, for an average of $11 million a season. Very much in line with the contract that Matt Milano received in Buffalo. And, you know, you think to yourself, like, okay, um, obviously, Matt Milano having a fantastic season, being named to the all-pro team, first-team all-pro, fantastic, everything that you see there. But I think many of us have always thought, like, you're not going to get Tremaine Edmonds back with his production at his age, um, with his physical talents that he has at $11 million a season. And Genetti did clarify a lot of this, which I, I thought was a good thing, right? He was saying, like, listen... This is what we put the value at based on the position, based on who the player is. This is how we would would really calculate that piece, not so much what we think he will get. And as he noted, he said it just takes one team to offer him 15 to $17 million per, per year or higher that can throw some things out of whack. I mean, we all saw Roquan Smith's contract extension around $20 million a year. Is that the new bar? I do not know. Like, we do not hear from Tremaine Edmonds often, right? So there haven't been those opportunities where beat reporters have asked him and said, like, hey, what is your intention? Do you want to be back in Buffalo? Even where you could get a vibe, right? Not that you're expecting him to come out and say anything too crazy or too specific, but just what would that look like? So now we wait, right, until free agency opens or if the Bills look to do something in advance of that, Are they able to create the space? Are they able to re-sign him? Do they want to re-sign him? Or do they look at it and say, hey, this has been five great years, but if we're going to free up these assets, we've got to go in a different direction. For me, it's a little bit too early when you talk of the sting of the, uh, the loss to the Bengals to think and see what the Bills should do or what at least I think they should do. I find myself in the trap of being like, don't worry about the defensive side of the ball. The defense is good enough. You've done enough there. Get some rookies in place or whatever it may be to you know to replace some of the guys that you might be losing and really sink your assets into the offensive side of the ball. I think that's just more of a fan in me right now and, again, kind of reacting to, to the struggles of the Bills offense. So I, I don't want to get into my own <laughs> kind of narrative, I guess you could say, if I think the Bills should re-sign Tremaine Edmonds or not. But it is something that we will remain to see. And I think uh, he's been a bit of a, you know, a hot topic among fans. There's games where he looks great. There's others where fans and, and reporters and folks will look at it and say, you know, he leaves a bit to be desired. I mean, honestly, that is with any player, right? You, you're not going to have perfection each and every week. Um, but I am really curious to see what happens with him in Buffalo, what Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott decide to do. And, uh, you know, it's certainly been an important part of the Bills' defense. I mean, basically on the field almost 100% of the time, unless it's a blowout or he's dealing with injury. From the injury standpoint, and I, I had to go back and look at this, he did miss three games this season. He missed, uh, let's see, it was week five against Pittsburgh, the 38-3 to victory. Uh, you know, nothing too bad happened in, in that one, obviously, with a blowout victory. Um, he went down with the injury in the second half in the first half against Minnesota. Uh that game that was absolutely bonkers, and you noticed the difference in the Bills defense as they blew a three-score lead once Edmonds was was out of the game. So if you want to make a case for him, that's a game you could look at. And then he did not play. He was inactive in the games against the Cleveland Browns, which was a thirty-one to twenty-three victory, and the twenty-eight to twenty-five victory over the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day. So Take it for what it is. Um, Tremaine Edmonds certainly going to be the hot topic of conversation. And let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter, at Anth at any time. Like I said before, always great to connect with you guys. And big thanks to everybody at homage.com for all the support. Check out the show notes. We got all the information there on how you can get some great deals and some great new gear. So thank you guys for checking in. I'm going to get out of here for now. Take care. Hit that subscribe button when you get a chance. And as always, go Bills.